thanks for listening to the weirdest stories from around the world on Weird AF News with your host, Comedian Jonesy. A hospital employee has been fired over a beard that he claims is required by the Norse pagan heath faith. <laughs> Let me say that again. Norse pagan heath heathen faith. <laughs> he's saying he's wearing this beard because it's required by his pagan religion. This is what's going on, right? And you know what? I think he should be able to wear that beard. I mean, unless it's out of control, mangy kind of beard. He does work in a hospital, so there has to be some sort of sense of cleanliness, right? But you can he could wrap some plastic around the beard, right, and keep it at the hospital. I don't know. People have beards in the restaurant business sometimes, too. They just, I think they wrap it up in something, right? Uh, and who are we to say, hey, buddy, <laughs> shave that Norse pagan beard. I mean, imagine the ridicule he's going to get when he shows up at his Norse, Norse pagan heathen faith church. <laughs> They're going to be like, Brutus, have you lost the faith? <laughs> so, guy, I shaved my beard because I work in a hospital, but I still got my sword. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to make fun of his, poke fun at his pagan heathen religion. Uh, let's get into the story, though, because I'm, I'm floundering here. <laughs> a former premier health security officer is, is accusing the hospital of firing him for refusing to shave his beard, which he said is an important part of his faith as a Norse pagan heathen. That's hard to say. Norse pagan heathen. I think they should shorten it for the sake of everybody. <laughs> Just call it... Um, NPH. How about that? What, how about that? A member of the NPH? So he's a security guard, not a doctor, obviously, right? A, I don't know if a doctor can have a big mangy beard like that, right? You're doing, you can't open somebody up and then a little piece of your beard falls inside. That's just, you can't have that. But he's a security guard, so why can't he have a beard? Why not? If anything, it makes him look more security-like. It makes him probably look more intimidating, the beard. Exactly what you want in a security officer, right? Big guy with a beard. No one's messing with the big guy with a beard. The big old pagan with a beard. Who's messing with that guy? Nobody. The former employee's name is Raymond Witzel, and he said in a statement through his attorney. Oh, man, he got an attorney. He got all... This is some serious shit right here. He filed a complaint of religious discrimination with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission's Cincinnati office. Oh, okay. This is in Ohio. Wow. The Premier Health Company said that they do not comment on specific employees. <laughs> but their campus police department has a facial hair grooming policy that does not allow beards. Such grooming policies are common, and our policy is similar to the city of Dayton, Ohio police departments, through which Miami Valley Hospital's campus police are commissioned. We do not discriminate on the basis of religion, and we have a process in place to review and grant requests for religious, religious accommodations in accordance with the law. Now, the security guard, Witzel, said that he had worked at the Premier's Good, Good Samaritan Hospital, and he was fired after he declined to shave his beard to comply with a new grooming policy and had, worked in his, and had worked in his position for 12 years when the hospital started a new rule requiring security employees to be clean-shaven. Good Samaritan's main campus has since closed and transferred much of his operations and jobs to the Miami Valley Hospital and Miami Valley Hospital North, which are also part of Premier. 
Is this all confusing to you? I shouldn't read some of that stuff. Wearing a beard is a central tenet of Mr. Witzel's faith in keeping with the old Norse ways. This reality has been recognized by other employers, including the federal government, said his attorney. I love it. It's keeping with the old Norse ways. <laughs> I'm assuming we mean by old Norse ways, we mean Viking, right? We mean Vikings. Yeah. So I'm assuming this is a, this is a religion of, and everyone looks like a Viking. <laughs> what did they think about his uh, plate of armor that he wore that, uh, <laughs> to the hospital? <laughs> and those, uh, those, those boots that have the little fur at the top, those Viking boots, you know the ones. And they, they have like rope wrapped around them. What about the helmet that has the two horns sticking out? How did they feel about that one? <laughs> Mr. Witzel's faith in keeping with the old Norse ways requires him to don a beard, wield a battle axe, and wear a helmet with spiky horns coming out. If you have a problem with this, <laughs> you will feel the wrath of Mr. <laughs> of Mr. Witzel's old Norse attorney who, <laughs> who reads... Statements off scrolls and other old things. <laughs> uh, it's funny. I mean, I love... Hey, look, at this is... Our country has, was founded on the freedom of certain freedoms, right? Religion. But... And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. But that, that doesn't mean I can't laugh at your religion if it's ridiculous. <laughs> okay? If you're going to put it out there... You have to suffer the ridicule of laughter if what you're doing is comical on some level, right? I mean, we're right. I mean, can we all sit back and laugh at Scientology together? I mean, yes, yes, we can. It's ridiculous. Uh, my, my goodness, I would go so far as to say, like, Mormonism, hilarious, hilariously dumb. Uh, and if you haven't seen the Book of Mormon, by the way, it's the greatest piece of comedy of anything I've seen in 10 years. Uh, yeah, so if your freedom of religion, sure, go crazy. You want to wear... You want to you worship a frog? Go right ahead. But then, you know, the rest of us can laugh at you. And by the way, if I'm a private employer and you want to bring your frog that you worship to my workplace and we work in a restaurant, I probably, I probably am, am not going to allow you to do that. So I think we have to find a, a, a common ground where we all need to be reasonable. You want to do this? Okay. I will allow you to bring in your outside interests into the workplace, your lifestyle, um, as long as it doesn't disrupt the workplace completely. Now, I, don't, I haven't seen a photo with this guy, so I don't know what the size of his beard is. So, I think it, oh, this guy shouldn't, shouldn't be made to shave off his beard like that and then fired. I, I don't think that that's fair in general. Given the fact that, you know, it is his religion, but also beards are kind of common right now, right? And he is a security guard after all. He's not like working in the ER, you know? in a sensitive area where um, hygiene is the, of the utmost importance above anything. So he's a security guard, why not? Uh, but the second point I want to make is we don't see, we don't, we don't know how long his beard is. It could be down to his waist, in, in which case that, it, I think it's reasonable to ask someone like that in the workplace to trim it or something like that. Like, let's be reasonable here. So we don't know the size of it, so we, we don't know what we're dealing with totally here. But I would say, in general, in situations like this, we have to come to a common, reasonable ground. Um, would you agree? I don't know. What do you guys think about this? Should, if he had a long-ass beard, like stupid long, should he have to shave it? Freedom of religion, etc.? Or, or, like, get fired? What do you think? Call into Weird AF News, by the way. I'd love to hear from you. 646-450-2012. 
This is a fun one. Dutch Silly Walks Crossing is a hit. A Dutch town has officially opened a Silly Walks Road Crossing in honor of the classic sketch from the 1970s BBC comedy program Monty Python's Flying Circus. If you guys have never seen this, you can go on YouTube and Google Ministry of Silly Walks or just Monty Python's Silly Walks. It is one of the hilarious pieces of comedy you'll ever see. Oh my goodness, John Cleese is so <laughs> fantastic. I love Monty Python so much. It's such smart, absurdist humor. I really, really love, I would love to see something new in the vein of Monty Python in the world of comedy. Being a comedy fan myself, I really, um, I occasionally go back and watch those sketches because they're all on YouTube. You can just watch them on demand, which is amazing. YouTube has just brought so much comedy from the past into my life. I, was, I mean, if you, ever see, if you haven't seen Mr. Show, a lot of their sketches are on there as well. I highly recommend watching sketches from Mr. Show. Uh, even old Mad TV is just is great. All those old SNL sketches are on there too. You can watch, you know, John Belushi, John Candy. Is it John Candy? Who am I thinking of? Yeah, you can watch all that shit, man. I love it. YouTube's amazing. And the comedy is... Uh, and this, the, the sketch, the Silly Walk sketch from Monty Python. So this is really cool. Uh, so this Dutch town, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher this Dutch town. Speechkenis. Speechkenis? Speechkenis. <laughs> it's near Rotterdam. Okay, I can pronounce that. I've heard of that. It's replaced the usual crossing sign by the town hall with one of a man in a bowler hat in a briefcase, flinging his leg high in the air in emulation of John Cleese's performance from the Ministry of Silly Walks sketch. Um. <laughs> now, apparently, uh, someone saw, this is how it all happened, um, someone by the name of, it's a name I can't pronounce, Alois Bigiel. <laughs> Anyways, this, this person's a local fan of Monty Python, and they... This person saw a similar sign in Sweden uh, that was placed by some prankster and thought that this was a great idea and asked the Speechkinese Council to make an official version in their city. And they did it. It's unbelievable. I love it. <laughs> One of the councilmen said, It's nice to see people crossing the street with a smile on their face, and we hope lots of people will do so. He told... Oh, he had, a, he had a gathering of crowds before they opened the Silly Walk. And he tried out his own Silly Walk down the street. This is amazing. I love to... The Dutch... I mean, come on. Come on. What are what a great people over there, right? They're all just... <laughs> they have lax laws on drugs there. The people are having fun there. Look, at they have a great sense of humor, obviously. They're doing it right. You would never see something like this happen in America. You, you go to your city council and, and suggest something fun like this. They've been like, how is it going to make money? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> the only ideas they want to hear at the city council here in Los Angeles is how to better recycle shit. Which, I, I, which I'm fine with. But, I mean, come on. Can we make the city kind of fun too? And can we, can we laugh at our own existence? Why are we taking life so goddamn seriously all the time? This is the whole crux of Weird AF News. To learn not to take life so seriously. Perhaps I need to relocate Weird AF News headquarters to um, Spinsenkasa or Rotterdam or one of these places. Well, now that they set up this crosswalk, it's the busiest crosswalk in town. <laughs> but listen, no matter how silly 
this operation is they want you to know that traffic rules still apply and the cars have to stop as they normally would. Of course they're going to stop. They're going to want to see your silly walk. Why would they not stop? Although if your silly walk is extremely slow and you're holding up traffic, I think that that, I think that could be... So, like, if you want to have a silly walk and you want to cross the street, the, the, city, the city should let the citizens know it must be at a reasonable pace because we can't hold up traffic, you know? You can't get on the ground and crawl like a baby. That can't be your silly walk, okay? You got you to gotta pick it up a little bit. <laughs> Anyways, there's a bunch of clips on social media of pedestrians crossing with a variety of outlandish gates. That's G-A-I-T-A, G-A-I-T-S, gates, which I think means walks. Types of walks. Hmm. Monty Python remains very popular in the Netherlands, and John Cleese opened a large Silly Walks mural in the city of Eindhoven two years ago. This is amazing. Well, they have very good taste, by the way, uh, for enjoying, you know, because Monty Python is very, very great. Um, I met, oh, by the way, I did a show with uh, John Cleese's daughter, who's a comedian out here in Los Angeles. So I got to meet her. I didn't, I didn't get all gushy and ask about her dad. I mean, I'm assuming she gets that all the time. So I just, I was just, I was chill. I was chill. She's quite tall, by the way. I believe she was a model and now she's doing comedy. Um, All right. Well, that's boring as hell. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry to share that little stupid fact. What can I tell you to do? You want to shoot video of you doing a silly walk and send it to me? <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Funnyjones at gmail.com or on Instagram at funnyjones. Do it! Police in Nova Scotia are reminding residents to lock their doors after someone broke into the wrong home and cleaned it. <laughs> well, I want my home cleaned. Why don't I? So, we'll leave it unlocked, right? I love how like people in Canada just don't lock their doors. It's still happening. I remember I remember watching the Michael Moore documentary where he went up there to show that ca- Canadians don't lock their doors and I thought that was outrageous and hilarious and I couldn't believe it. But apparently it's true. So lock your doors up there. <laughs> Especially in Nova Scotia where apparently there's serial break-in cleaners going on. <laughs> Fantastic. Let's get to the bottom of some of these details. I'm sure they're weird, right? The RCMP, which I think stands for, oh, something police. RCMP, anyone know what that stands for? I'm just going to say police. Are reminding Nova Scotians to lock their doors after investigating a report of suspicious activity in Upper Tantalon. In Tantalon. Oh, that's a great, that's that's a lovely name for a city. Uh... Suspicious activity, this suspicious activity involved a conspicuously clean home. The police say before 3 p.m., officers responded to a complaint that there were two suspicious women in someone's home. The Mounties were called. Wow, they're still riding horses up there? Is that what you guys are doing? Yeah, we'll be right there on the scene. Yep. Yeah, no, we're coming, we're coming. We'll see you in... What time is it? Three? We'll be there at 8.30. See if you can hold them up. Keep them in your home for a little while. (laughs) So the Mounties were called by the homeowner who was not home at the time. The the homeowners had been contacted by a neighbor after 
The two women were observed in the home with a vacuum cleaner and a mop. That's wild. Now, I wouldn't call the cops on... I wouldn't call my neighbor and be like, yo, people are cleaning your house. I don't know. I just wouldn't... I wouldn't consider that suspicious activity if I saw cleaners at a house. You know? Or, like, it would be like calling the police on gardeners for being on the, on the property. Like, if someone... Like, if I knew my neighbor worked during the day, whatever, but... And then during the day, a bunch of gardeners showed up and mowed the lawn, trimmed the trees and bushes. I wouldn't call the police. Like, I wouldn't call my neighbor and be like, Oh, my God. You got some burglars on your property. Are they stealing anything? No, they're trimming your bushes. <laughs> like, I would just assume that those people were hired by the homeowner to come and clean or, or do the lawn. So this neighbor is really... I don't know. I don't, I, it wouldn't have gone down like this if I was the neighbor. I would have just assumed that they hired some cleaners. But whatever. Maybe this neighbor knows all of their business, which is too much business. <laughs> the neighbor's like, look at I know you, you and Jezebel, you always do the mopping and the, and the vacuuming on Sunday mornings. And it's Tuesday afternoon. And uh, there's people doing the vacuuming and mopping in your home right now. Did you hire them or wh- what's going on? Like, this is weird that this even happened. I mean, what I'm saying is it's weird that the neighbor called them about this incident, you know, in addition to all the other weird shit involved and what's going on, two people, you know, showing up to the wrong house to clean it. Police later determined that the house was left unlocked in order for the neighbor to walk the dogs. Okay. Oh, all right. So the neighbor probably shows up to walk the dogs and is like, hey, what are you two doing here? Cleaning? I didn't know you're... And they're like, oh, yes, we're cleaning the Johnson family. And then the neighbor's like, this is not the Johnson family. This is the Jones family. Ooh, our bad. It should have just ended right there. Ooh, our bad. Let's get our mop and vacuum and leave. I mean, why, why do you need to call the police at that point? Like, it's, it's obviously a mix-up. And because the door was left open for the neighbor to walk the dogs, now is my whole theory of Canada, Canadians all leaving their doors unlocked. Is that out the window now? Is that not happening? Is that just a thing that used to happen in the early 2000s when I saw the Michael Moore documentary, but no longer because Canada now is getting as dangerous as the U.S. Is that what's happening? Can't leave your door unlocked in the U.S., I'll tell you right now. You'll get stabbed. Someone will just walk into your living room and stab you while you watch Kimmel. Uh, Jonesy, why aren't you going to have kids? (laughs) Wow, this neighborhood is so loud. Can you hear the saw next door? Can you hear the fire alarm going off? And the helicopter going off overhead. Unbelievable. Why do I live here? Although the house was clean for free, the police would like to take this opportunity to remind the homeowners to ensure that their doors are locked at all times. (laughs) The Mounties wrote this in a press release, and they added that they commended the neighbors for being observant and contacting the homeowner. The family's like, damn it! We could have got a free cleaning! (laughs) Oh man. I would love it if I would love it if someone showed up to my house to clean by mistake. Someone else is paying for this cleaning? By all means. Also feel free to just deliver food to the wrong address. Yeah, just drop that shit off right here. <laughs> so listen, if you're in Canada, do you leave your door unlocked? Please call me at Weird AF News. I want to know what the deal is. I'm talking to you, Ben. My buddy Ben. I got, a, I got some listeners and fans up in Canada, so please call. I want to know what's going on. Do you leave your doors unlocked when you leave? <laughs> and where specifically do you live that you can leave your doors unlocked? I mean, if you live in the big city up there, you can't, 
can't do it, but maybe if you live in like a rural community, maybe you can leave it unlocked. I want to know what's going on here. Call Weird AF News. Aren't you glad I'm covering stories from all over the world sometimes? Sometimes I do that. Hey, what's up, weirdos? This is Jonesy. And listen, I I was so touched yesterday because I got a gift in the mail from a couple of my fans. Um, So I'm going to give a serious shout out to Stella Marie and Imani who sent me eight pounds of Seattle's best coffee. Eight pounds. Isn't that amazing? Unbelievable. Eight pounds of coffee. Also, a giant jug of animal crackers. I mean, you got to be out of you, you got to be kidding me. I mean, I opened this box yesterday. I was so thrilled. Like cookies and coffee. I mean, unbelievable. I was I'm so grateful. So, big big shout out and so much love to Stella and Imani. Um, and uh, if any of you want to mail me anything, <laughs> I'm such a whore. I'll accept anything for free. Really, <laughs> just call, just reach out to me. I'll give you my address. Now, don't send me anthrax or anything like that, although, I don't know, could I get really, that sounds like a nice, fun weekend, a little tequila and anthrax, could I possibly, how high could I get <laughs> on that? I uh, also want to give uh, some notification, notification, what am I talking about here? Uh, so anyways, I did the Titanic story yesterday, and a lot of you um, chimed in on that. Um, Kendra said, uh, so I am thinking, and Kendra emailed me. She said, I'm thinking the experience you're getting from the Titanic voyage is the luxury of the ship that was. And a completed voyage, a completed voyage, not hitting an iceberg and sinking. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Enjoy your show every day. Missing the YouTube videos since none have been posted in five days. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. I, I'm doing the YouTube videos today. I can't do them all the time. They take way too much time. So, um, you know, it's enough that I'm doing the podcast every day. That That takes my... That takes up my time. The YouTube videos are kind of a pain in the ass, so uh, I have to edit them, kind of like trim them, and there's just a lot of work involved. So I don't, I don't do them every day. However, if I was making a lot more money doing this, then I would make sure the videos were done every day. But as of now, just not making enough money. I got to do th- shit that makes money, and pay my bills and shit. Uh, and right now, Weird AF News does not do that. Uh, also, okay, so uh, Ryan wrote about the Titanic article as well. Uh, he said, there's been some new findings, and although they did hit an iceberg and sank, there are a lot of other factors involved leading up to the, to the disaster, like a coal fire burning in the belly of the ship that was uh, going on the entire voyage. It actually started three days before the voyage even happened. So that being said, if I got a free ticket, sign me the F up as a Titanic buff. He's a Titanic buff. I didn't know there were so many Titanic buffs. And by the way, the IMAX was way better than the Leo movie. I would totally be down for a voyage on that shit. I love the care in decor they had in those days. I visited old forts, and I even went to where Custard's last stand was. And you know, we could always fake kill people. <laughs> That's what the South does when they want to remember the battles they won. You're right. They, uh, they, do, they recreate the battles. That is a common thing. Uh... Then we have uh, Angie reached out on Facebook, says the, the Titanic replica is real. They are also planning costumes for the different clashes for a true authentic feel. It is no surprise that this will be expensive. I couldn't do it personally because it seems cursed. Look round. Fair enough. But sa- sail the same route? Hell no. <laughs> That's hilarious. Thank you so much uh, for reaching out. Also, on Instagram, uh, Amber wrote me and said that... Uh, she wrote, first of all, the last episode was all kinds of awesome. Secondly, I love that I can never tell if I'm the high one 
<laughs> you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. I also want to give a special thanks to Ben, my buddy Ben from Canada, who designed my uh, my download card for my comedy album, which I just ordered from Vistaprint now. So I'm going to get download cards that I can sell and give out. Um, and Ben designed that. He also designed the album cover. So, I mean, I got to give much love to, to Ben. And uh, so many weirdos just been uh, giving their time and, and showing their love for me. And I'm, I'm just so grateful. It's, it's just fantastic. And Ben, um, ben has been a good buddy of mine since I started this. He was he was one of the OG fans. Um, and so big shout out to Ben. And I'm going to post on my Instagram, I'll post that album cover that he designed so that you can see it uh, and uh, give him some props as well. He has a podcast um, and uh, I'll, I'll link to his uh, Instagram and you can find all about him as well. And maybe you want him to design something. I don't know. Hire the guy. Hire this dude. He's very talented. Uh, also, if you guys happen to be in L.A., I'm recording my album on Thursday night, which is, what day is it? Tuesday. So in two days, I'll be recording that shit. No, wait. I'm sorry. Today's Wednesday. So tomorrow, I'm recording the album. I don't even know what day it is. If you're in L.A., reach out to me, and uh, I'll give you the information on where you can be for that. And, and by the way, the album's going to drop on Halloween. So if you're one of my Patreons, I'm going to give you a free download. I'll send that right into your inbox. Um, but if you are a weird AF listener just a listener i will give you a discount code so you can get 50 percent off that the album when it drops and i'll do all that on here so you guys will be you guys will be put up to date with all that's happening it's very exciting it's a very exciting time in my life and then i'm doing it uh, an east coast tour i'm going to new york city to do about 15 shows and then i'm doing four shows in boston so uh, if you guys live up there you can come see me perform stand-up comedy um through november 14th so that's what's happening uh yeah very exciting shit going on and uh, what else? What else? Yeah, so follow me on the social media if you feel like it. It's uh, at Funny Jones on Instagram and Twitter, Comedian Jonesy on Facebook, and you can email me funnyjones at gmail.com and the phone number, as always, 646-450-2012. Please feel free to call in with uh, if you have an opinion about any of these stories or you just want to tell me um, uh, I'm mispronouncing something. <laughs> if, you're, if you're a Dutch individual and completely offended by how I pronounced that city in the last well, two articles ago, then please call in and tell me how to properly pronounce it. I want to learn things. I want to learn about the world. And uh, lastly, check out my Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News. And you too can support Weird AF News.